You're listening to episode 100 of the Musicpreneur Mindset Podcast. It's time to stop the excuses and go after what you want, and I'll be right here with you. Let's get it. Hello, you're listening to episode 100, Lessons in Entrepreneurship, the Good, Bad, and Painfully Avoidable. I'm your host, Suze, a mindset and productivity coach, helping music professionals get clear on their goals, priorities, and next steps, all while decreasing overwhelm and avoiding burnout. Today's episode is brought to you by my 2021 Rockstar Life Planner. It's a weekly planner designed specifically for the creativepreneur, and after selling out of our first printing, I decided to print a limited second run of physical copies. You can grab yours now in my website shop and directly through my Instagram account. All planners ship for free within the United States and grant access to an ocean of digital tools and community support. We also have a digital version of the planner available if you live abroad and want to save on shipping or just want to print your own at home. To be clear, this is not a fillable PDF. You can download the file and print as you go or have it bound at your local office supply store. Head on over to my Instagram, Rockstar Advote, to snatch up your copy today. Roots rock musician and fellow Rockstar slacker Ian Hewlett said the planner is filled to the brim with accountability tricks and focus-oriented sections. I'm moving forward with my music as a business faster than I've ever done. Each planner unlocks a private Instagram community with weekly planning calls, productivity power hours, special challenges, and a library of downloadable spreadsheets, checklists, PDF guides, and more. This is more than a weekly planner. It's a career compass. Again, head to my Instagram, Rockstar Advo, or my website, therockstaradvocate.com forward slash planner for more information. Before we dig into today's topic, I have to stop a minute and express my gratitude. A hundred episodes? I know this is still a baby podcast, but I am so proud of how far we've come. As I said in episode 99, I didn't think I'd make it this far. Sometimes I felt like it was over. Sometimes it felt too much. I truly appreciate each and every one of you for listening, and I want to shout out those of you who have shared it with others, posted about it on social media, reached out to me to tell me about one of your favorite episodes, all of you who took the time to share feedback with me, who rated it and left comments, thank you. This is our podcast, so I want to celebrate this milestone with you all. I also want to thank all of our previous guests and those who have recently recorded future episodes with me. I truly appreciate your time, and I have a little something special coming your way to celebrate with us, so keep your eyes on your mailboxes in the next few weeks. In addition, I want to thank Jen, my director of Rockstar Affairs, who has patiently edited these episodes, Scott Doucet of the Podcast Bay Productions, who's taken time to break down the ropes of podcasting to me and was a fantastic person to bounce ideas off of for what the show could be and how it could serve my audience. And Keisha T.K. Dutez of Bonfire Radio, who trained me on the ins and outs of production. I'm still practicing, but at least now I understand it. Many thanks to you all. Lastly, thank you so much for being here with me to celebrate and stick around to the end because things are going to get interesting with a fun contest I'll be hosting through the rest of April, so stay with me for those details. Now it's time to get into why we're all here today. My greatest and not-so-great moments as an entrepreneur in the music industry— I wanted to look back and share my most crucial lessons learned, even if some were painfully avoidable. No lesson is ever wasted, however, some lessons can be particularly painful when you look back and feel like it shouldn't have taken you that long or cost you that much to learn that lesson. For the record, things take how long they take and cost what they cost. I don't find it serves anyone to beat yourself up while you're bathing in hindsight, but I do believe it's good to cop to when I've been my own worst enemy. It's the only way we learn. 
I invested and sometimes lost money, time, or energy building this business. They've been investments all the same, and any time I can invest back into the business, I do. Whether or not a particular gamble pays off is a different story, and the gamble usually comes down to whether or not you believe something is possible, and whether or not you're willing to bet on you. I want to begin with a big mistake I made in the beginning. To be fair, I'm not someone who lives with regrets, and I believe everything happens at the time it's meant to happen, but for the sake of lessons learned, I want to first point out my biggest mistake was not asking for help sooner. As I've shared before on this podcast, I waited years to hire a coach. I was certain that it was some sort of sneaky cutting of corners that I was above. I also thought it was out of my price range and pretty much a fake industry. I figured I'd be paying for a consultant to just point out what I'm doing wrong or tell me what they think my goals should be, and I was like, eh, no thanks, I'm good. When I finally acquiesced, and as I've said many times before, I accomplished more in three months than I did in years without a coach, and I was full-time with this business in six months, something I never came close to in my other endeavors. To be clear, hiring a coach won't magically solve your issues. It worked for me because, number one, I was ready and open to doing the work and fully committing to the coaching I was receiving, and number two, I chose the right coach. There are plenty of great coaches out there. I'm not even saying don't choose a shitty one. I'm saying choose the right one for you. Aside from wasting so much time without the proper help, I also spent too much time in a scarcity mindset. Now, this issue was less about not taking action and more about not knowing what I didn't know. A scarcity mindset, namely around money, is all that I knew. I learned it from a young age, and it was only exacerbated once I entered the music industry. There was never enough money. There was never enough fans. There was never enough time. You had to fight and claw your way to success and take others down in the process or else you'd fail. I wasn't willing to take others down, so believing in that, I felt destined to stay small forever. That brings me to one of my best investments I made, the time to focus daily on improving my money mindset and shifting from a mindset of scarcity to one of abundance. It doesn't happen overnight, and it does require dedication to making the change. Ah, puns. Listening to Jen Sincero's You're a Badass at Making Money created a big shift for me, as did practicing Marie Forleo's money mantra, There's More Where That Came From. And when I was ready, investing in a coach like Jamie Jensen helped me really face my deep-rooted anxieties around making money and scaling my business. Once I began investing real time into my money mindset and my relationship with money began to improve, I hired my financial planner, Pamela Kapalad, founder of Brunch and Budget. She taught me so much about managing my money and projecting cash flows. Most importantly, she helped me take my anxiety around money out of the equation. Thanks to her and Jamie Jensen, I've been able to view money as a tool, not an emotionally charged reflection of my own self-worth. Having a better mindset around money stopped me from being so stingy, and I did begin to invest more in my growth and my company's growth. However, like anything else, there are mistakes along the way. A bad investment of my time and money was Facebook ads. Now, before you lunge into your devices to yell back at me, what? You're doing it wrong. They're crucial to your growth. Let me say this. I 100% see the value of ads. However, I have made the mistake of throwing money at ads without understanding them and having a clear plan. I then hired someone to help me with ads, and I learned a lot about how to create the ad. However, the strategy didn't take because I wasn't utilizing my data correctly. Here's what I'll say about ads. Can they help? Absolutely. Do you need them? Nope. I've sold out of my planners these last two years, I've booked out my client sessions, I've hosted three in-person summits, and I've had hundreds of musicians attend my Planchella events without doing any ads. If you're unable to take time to understand what you're investing in and how to maximize your efforts, even the best strategies won't work. 
I purchased sessions with multiple coaches and strategists, but was never truly open to doing the work it required to analyze the data the ads would give me in order to double down on what was working. If ads aren't your thing, don't stress out. I threw so much money at trying to get them to work, and no, if you're an ads expert, please do not reach out to me and let me know how you're my missing piece to having ad success, I'm not interested. And once I accepted it wasn't something I was interested in mastering and it wasn't necessary for what I needed, the money started rolling in. I was putting my energy, time, all of my resources into what mattered most, engaging with my community and letting them know about my services directly, and the needle continued to move. A good investment for me? Oddly enough, an email writing coach. The riches are in the niches, as they say, and yes, you can hire copywriters or other marketing coaches to work with you on your copy or take a course on writing copy that converts, but at the time, I was most concerned with my email list and I was getting zero action on it. All I knew was that I needed to send out a weekly email, but I didn't know what that email should say. A friend of mine was offering coaching sessions focused specifically around email copy, and I was game. In fact, I hired her for her expertise when I still had my old business. I didn't look at it as coaching. I felt like I was paying for a lesson in one specific task. And eight or so years later, I'm still recalling her feedback when I sit to write my emails. Her tips around subject lines and email structure were so new to me, and I immediately saw an uptick in engagement around my emails. This was long before I met Miss Cheryl Englehart, and even longer before her amazing Rock Your Email List course was available, diving deeper into marketing strategy and monetization. But for me, eight years ago, I was stuck with emails that weren't being opened, and one hour of feedback and tips was all I needed to see improvement. Hiring an expert for an hour of their time so you can pick their brain can be worth it much more than buying a course. I love courses, but I will say a bad investment I made was buying courses I wasn't ready to take. Again, even if we took out of the equation the crappy courses out there that don't deliver, purchasing any course requires commitment on your part and too often we feel like the work is done once we've swiped that first credit card payment. We took action because we spent money, so that should be enough, right? Money isn't work, it's a tool. Investing it in something only means your work is just beginning and it's time to grab another tool from your arsenal. Sometimes, even though the lifetime access of many courses feels like such a comforting factor, it can be a course's worst feature because it gives you too much time. You're all familiar by now as listeners of this podcast with Parkinson's Law, Work expands to fill the time you give it. No matter how amazing a course is, and I've purchased some incredible ones. Shout out to Cheryl's Rock Your Email List, Shaw Wesman's How to Create a Number One Bestselling Book, and Amy Porterfield's List Builder Society. Lifetime access gives you the perfect excuse to put things off. And I have. I'm not proud of it, but I'm still going back to these courses to catch what I have yet to finish from them. They're amazing, chock full of information, and well worth their investment. However, I've certainly given myself far too much time for getting through them. One of the best things I've done recently was invest in Tyra McCall's Follower to Fan Society, a one-year membership to go through his course on Instagram marketing with a year of community support and monthly coaching calls. It's been two weeks and I'm almost done with the course in an effort to get the most from the coaching calls, which will run out a year from now. The next tool I've added to my arsenal that's been well worth my time and energy is tapping. Tapping, or EFT, Emotional Freedom Techniques, was developed in the 1990s by Stanford engineer Gary Craig, and I go into more detail about it in episode 98, Tapping into Your Future. In essence, you're tapping on a specific acupuncture point while rewiring negative beliefs and thoughts into more positive ways to cope and deal with obstacles. Speaking of obstacles, as I said earlier, sometimes I'm my biggest obstacle, and another poor investment on my part was the time I invested to working with whomever wanted to hire me. As I say all the time, boundaries set us free, and not flexing them keeps us small. 
Oh, the amount of time and energy I used to expel, miserable and anxious about clients I knew weren't a good fit for me. Beyond the fact that they wanted to pay me, it's incredible thinking back now how I ever managed to tolerate it, especially since I now only work with clients who are in alignment with my values. For years, I stressed about saying no to people who wanted to hire me, afraid I'd be turning away business and missing out an opportunity to make money, as well as collect future testimonials. What I didn't realize was that investing time and energy into the wrong people depleted the time and energy I had to attracting the right people into my world. Over the years, I've continued to get more specific and choosy with who I agree to work with, be it clients, collaborators, and affiliates. If you're keeping score, the best decisions and investments I've made have included courses with an end date, coaches with skill sets specific to my current needs and interests, and tools to help ensure I approach my work with the right mindset. The potentially avoidable nightmares have always come from giving into my stubbornness and doubts around trying something new and taking risks, and the flat-out bad investments have been saying yes to things and people that don't serve me or align with my values and goals. I hope this walk down hindsight lane has provided you with some inspiration for thinking about your next moves and realizing your current possible missteps. The important thing is that even with a slew of missteps, I'm still here. It's not about being perfect and always making the right choices. It's about committing to getting back up again and learning from what's been. That's our 100th episode, and if you got something out of it and wish to get more from it, I want to tell you about a contest I'm running today through the end of April. If you're a fan of this podcast and would like your own copy of the 2021 Rockstar Life Planner, listen up. Starting today, if you complete the following tasks by April 30th, you'll receive a digital PDF file of the 2021 Rockstar Life Planner for you to print as you go or have bound in your own way. Plus, one lucky winner will be chosen randomly at the end of the month and will receive my full physical planner bundle in the mail. That's the 2021 Rockstar Life Planner, my time-blocking marker set, end-of-day mindset check-in notepad, two sets of planning stickers, and both colors of my monthly planner tab stickers to easily flip between the months in the planner. This $60 bundle could be yours, and the digital file is automatically yours by completing the following tasks. First, leave a rating and review of this podcast on your platform of choice. Next, DM me at rockstaradvo on Instagram or email me, suz, S-U-Z, at therockstaradvocate.com a screenshot of your rating and review once it's posted. Next, go to today's post, April 14th, on my Rockstar Advo account on Instagram about this episode and leave a comment with the phrase, I listened. Lastly, share that post in your feed or Instagram stories. That's it. Those four steps and you're done. Upon completing all four steps, I'll send you a link to your planner PDF and enter your name into the random drawing at the end of the month for the planner bundle package. All are welcome to participate, so tell your friends. However, if you are the randomly chosen winner of the planner bundle and you live outside the U.S., you will be asked to cover shipping, or another winner will be chosen. All details can be found on the show notes page, therockstaradvocate.com forward slash EP100, and you can email me at any time if you have questions, suz, S-U-Z, at therockstaradvocate.com, or send me a DM on Instagram, at rockstaradvo. Thank you so much for listening and celebrating this milestone with me. I'll be back every week with a brand new episode, so stay tuned for next week when I put the spotlight on an often overlooked hero of the music industry. Until next time, Rockstar, keep planning, keep learning, and I hope to see you back here next week so we can get grounded to get rising. Take care.